Three, two, one, let's jam. Mackenzie. Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. I'm Mac. <laughs> you said you were ready. I was ready. I just started zoning out while we started talking again. You can't disassociate during this podcast. <laughs> Hi, this is the Gem Jam. We're back. We're back. And this has been a while, guys. How long has it been? Like a year? Hi. H- how you guys been? Jim jamming it. I wasn't asking you. I know how you've been. Oh, wow. Do you? How have I been, Annie? We record other podcasts, like, all the time. I just saw you, like, Saturday. <laughs> You're seeing me today. I know how you've been. Judging by our analytics, there are a lot of people who listen to this of our podcasts and no others, so. Why don't you guys like us? They're only here for Jim, and that's fine. I guess. I guess we'll talk about Jim and the holograms. Hi, we don't do a episode-by-episode recap. We already did that, um. But Jem remains truly outrageous, and they came out with a new comic book, finally. Hey! It's a one-shot. So after this is done, we're going to be disappearing under a rock again. Back into mothballs. It's a one-shot full of attractive older women. It is. All wearing outfits that I love, which means that, like, my buy is hardcore coming out this whole show. Yeah, this is a very kind comic to the gays. This is Gem 2020. I just had to have Kit explain it to me, and by that I mean I just had to have Kit read me the front page of this comic book. It's okay if you missed that, it's fine. No, that's the thing, I know I read it, I just, I'm tired. IDW has been publishing as an imprint for 20 years, so all of their books, meaning at this point, like a lot of their Hasbro properties, I guess, are doing like either 20 years in the past, 20 years in the future. And we don't want to do gem babies. So instead, well, we already did gem babies, actually. They don't want to do more gem babies. Uh, Instead, we're doing like gem in her 40s, which is real good, you guys. Like this cover, just like the artfully messy bun. There's a continuing line with the microphone, uh, reminiscent of the uh, Jen Bartel cover series. The jacket that could be one of Rio's jackets, except for the fact that there is very clearly like a bejeweled chain holding it in place. Yeah, I'm gonna need you guys to do some fashion watches here because it's real good. It is so good. We got the band back together. We're getting the band back together in this issue. Spoilers. Uh, But we haven't gotten any of the creative team back together simply because everybody's moved on to other projects projects at this point. Kelly Thompson, I believe, is still a Marvel exclusive. She can't work for anybody else. She's got like three books out concurrently, I think. But instead, we do have some people that have worked on the book before. Uh, we've got story by Cena Grace, art by Siobhan Keenan. Um, I don't remember which issues Siobhan's worked on, but I know I've seen her stuff on in this book before. I think she did one of the Dimension stories, which was the karaoke battle. That was a cute one. Uh, we've also got colors by Kathy Lay, uh, letters by Sean Lee. Megan Brown did edit and Chris Ryle is the publisher. So, you know, mix of old and new names. But all of that is coming together to actually to celebrate the Misfits. They look so good. The Misfits are the true heroes of this issue. It's 20 years and an indeterminate period after everything that happened in Gem. Don't worry about it. Oh my god, everything that happened in that comic was probably over the course of like a couple months. Oh Oh, no. The holograms are causality sinks. 
And we come to 20 years later where the misfits are being celebrated and they look incredible. What I really like is that the first panel starts showing the holograms and then it zooms out to reveal that that's just a picture on the wall in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as the misfits are getting photographed. Oh, they look so good. And someone tells Pizzazz to smile and she has the appropriate reaction. Here's a nice big smile for you. She says grabbing her cheek. So when do we officially bring back capes? I've brought them back. Yeah, as far as Mackenzie's concerned, they're back. Well, yeah, but like formal capes that go along with dresses like you guys. Ocean's 8 wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen, but capes. And everything Kate Blanchett was wearing. Yeah. And Kate Blanchett. What I really like about this entire scene, though, is that Roxy appears to be closet cosplaying the fifth doctor. I was going Colonel Sanders, but no, you're right. That's definitely a doctor. So what you're saying is Roxy may be even more of a nerd than she ever originally let on. Yes, absolutely. Spectacular. So one thing that I really like about this issue, actually, just in general, is that even if it's through the placement of a couple of lines, uh, we actually see women that look like older. Yeah. Which I can't remember the last time I really saw that and portrayed them as like the protagonists. And it wasn't like this single mom is having it all and she learns the value of friendship. Yeah. Everyone looks really great and age appropriate and it's fantastic. Oh, it looks so good. Age appropriate, yes, but also like some of them don't look quote unquote age appropriate in like their fashion choices. And I also really respect that too. Yeah. Yeah. Pizzazz is just basically wearing half of a dress and the other half is a leather bra. Yeah. I I love it. It's a good combination of like everyone's faces look like they're appropriately aged. Everyone's outfits are whatever the hell they want to wear because uh, up yours. They're Hall of Fame legends now. They get to do whatever the hell they want. We do have this scene here where Stormer and Jetta and uh, Roxy to an extent like just sort of talk to each other about how, oh man, it's great we all stick together. Let's address the elephant in the room here. Blaze isn't here? Oh God. Where's Blaze? There's no mention of Blaze here. Guys, here's my headcanon here. Blaze did eventually spin off into her own band. She is doing great. She and Clash are married. I'm into it. I think this is a great headcanon. I really wish I could have seen hot Milf Blaze though. Blaze and the Lunas are like also in the Hall of Fame, but like they were inducted separately. She's busy having a wonderful time and a wonderful career. She has a very fulfilling life. And she's doing great. And she's not involved in all this drama. In fact, she gets coffee with the limp lizards on Saturdays. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's fine. But yeah, there's no blaze here and that sucks. The limp lizards have been based in Vegas for the last 15 years. They've got a really steady gig. They have rich inner lives. It's like the Celine Dion show. (laughs) They've got family responsibilities, so they can't go on tour. So they're just going to park themselves in Caesar's Palace and rake in the cash. They have country homes they fly to on the weekends. Anyway, the holograms aren't here either. Roxy actually Voldemort's the holograms. <laughs> they who must not be named. Roxy, closet nerd. Not that closeted. She's cosplaying the fifth doctor. All she needs is the salary in her lapel. Anyway, we hear someone shout Eric in what really sounds to me like a raptor screech, but <laughs> it's not actually pizzazz. It is not pizzazz. It is, in fact, Kimber. It's business Kimber. It is business Kimber wearing an amazing business suit. Who is here to do business. Every time we say business, I'm thinking about how Sam Eagle says it in The Muppet Christmas Carol. Me too. That's how I'm always thinking of the word business. Business. Kimber will love business. It's the starlight way. And if you want context for that joke, go check out our I Will Fight You episode on the Muppet Christmas Carol. Side note, speaking of activating my buy, let's look at the other side where I I like sleazy asshole guys who are Meganes. Oh no, you like douchebags and glasses. I do. And Eric is 100% that. You know, Kimber's wearing glasses. You couldn't just go for that one? No, 
I'm loving both sides here, okay? Okay. I'm an equal opportunity here. I don't know. Eric's got a little too much in the, has obviously had work done, especially in the cheekbone department. I'm fine with that. The sleeves raises it up. Eric should be in his 60s at this point, I think. He looks like what happened to Billy Crystal. (laughs) Mac, I love you. I respect you. I can't do this. I understand. One thing that is really great about this outfit that Kimber's wearing, though, is that she is wearing, like, earrings with huge long tassels, and the art really plays with that to do a lot with motion. They are swinging constantly. It's very good. And also, she's got the long hair back, and she's definitely got, like, the power lesbian stuff going on. It's very good. Mwah. She is a vibe. I'm into every vibe everyone's laying down. And the reason that Kimber is angry is because apparently Eric has the rights to the holograms and stuff now, and he's announced a reunion tour. And Kimber has pointed out that for a reunion tour, you need the band. And there's not a band. Nope. Nope. Instead, he's just decided to rent Neko Atsume for Hatsune it. Hatsune Miku kit. Hatsune, Hatsune, what? Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. I'm sorry. For some reason, the cat game lodged in my brain and stayed there. Oh, no. I like I like renting Neko Atsume. <laughs> he's just going to play the music over a nice house full of cats, one of whom comes by and eats all your food. Anyway, he's renting Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Siobhan does a really good job of just kind of showing implicit movements, like with the earrings thing, but also just like Eric casually putting away the hologram into his pocket stuff like that there are freaking holograms in this world like lots of them it's not clear if this is just like because it's future tech or because like i don't know something happened with synergy and like people started like figuring out how to reverse engineer that it doesn't really matter it's the future we have holograms now everyone does eric rented a whole bunch of vocaloids to play hologram music because nostalgia is really good people love nostalgia she said reviewing a comic book based on a 20-year retrospective of another comic book that is a modern-day interpretation of a 1980s cartoon (laughs) people love gem they kept messaging us to review this issue over and over again we were like prophets receiving visions from an angry god So they have this argument and Pizzazz has the good sense to try and break this up by saying, no, 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 you guys, 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 me though. (laughs) Do not punch anyone in the face. I want the tabloid moment from this party to be me. (laughs) Also, it turns out this is for the Stingers anniversary tour, uh, which is going to be playing in casinos. Because it's the Stingers. Oh, those wonderful sleazes. Eric says something subtextual about like... Something bad happening to the holograms about Jerrica making a lot of mistakes. He now has the majority share of Starlight Music's catalog. It's a bad time. Yeah, we're not doing great here. You know what's great, though? 40-year-old lesbians. Hell yeah, 40-year-old lesbians. Kimber and Stormer must have broken up, right? That's the vibe I'm getting here. I get the vibe that they broke up. Yeah. And I I don't think they actually are meeting every week, but I kind of still get the feeling that they meet every week. But they obviously aren't because they're like, I still see all your shows. I get the feeling that it was probably one of those, like, I can't do this right now. I There's a lot going on. I can't do a relationship kind of breakups, but they are still clearly head over heels for each other. Yeah, Kimber even says, I never stopped being your biggest fan. We needed more from these kids. I wish there were more pages. Would they needed to explicitly get back together. They did. But there is something that very much tugs at the heartstrings of, like, Kimber standing in the audience, looking at the misfits and saying, I'll never get tired of seeing you on stage, Stormer. 
I really like Siobhan Keenan's like figures and the way she draws people and movement and everything like that. But with regards to the music, the magic's not there. I'm not sure how much of the way the music was portrayed in the comic before this point, uh, how much of it was the art and how much of it was the lettering, considering that it stayed pretty consistent. I'm willing to bet that a lot of it was the lettering. Yeah. I think a lot of it probably also had to do with like conservation of page because like there are no splash pages here. Not really. There's just not enough page for the length of the story they wanted to tell. But I think if it had had room to breathe a little bit more um, in whatever regard, I think it probably would have worked a little better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the magic's not there. Uh, you know what is here, though? Mm. Uh, Hatsune Miku. Like, one of them is just a straight-up Sailor Moon character. Yeah. <laughs> so this band is actually called the Fathoms. One of them is apparently named Europa. That's all we got. This is a great page, though. We don't really get a whole lot of the Fathoms here. We don't really get a whole lot of them in general. But we do have Stormer taking a dig at their graphics mapper for designing their outfits. And also some of the greatest pizzazz faces in this issue. <laughs> yeah, one of them walks right through her like a ghost, and she is so mad. It is surprising that she has not snapped the microphone with her bare hands. Also, Stormer mentioning graphics mapping is foreshadowing for later in the comic. Anyway, Pizzazz is furious. Yeah, she says a swear. It's just Grawlix's, but she does say a swear. You can see the raptor shriek building up, but she never gets to pull the trigger on it because we immediately cut to Jem's house in Northern California. Look, maybe you don't need a raptor shriek because you have Pizzazz as like a post-apocalyptic bondage biker queen. God, I'm into it. This whole look is incredible. We also meet Rio again. Rio has not aged a day. What is he bathing in the blood of virgins? What's going on here? He's basically related to Keanu. Can I just get earrings that are swords? I'll see what I can do. Also, we haven't really talked about this, but I do want to point out that either Pizzazz just has like a white streak that she has dyed over the years, or she is just straight up like she has a pink streak in her hair. I love it. A gem pink streak. God, I just noticed those heels she's wearing. She was riding a bike in those heels. Everything that Pizzazz does, I love. Those are huge stiletto heels with spikes on them, and she was driving a bike with those. That's a bad idea. Bad idea. I think this might actually be her outfit from that Mad Max story they did. This is her really committing to an aesthetic, and I respect that. Anyway, Pizzazz is here on official business, and she's here to see Jerrica. And oh, oh, Jerrica. Oh, Jerrica. This panel of her lounging on her pink chaise with a newspaper in a house coat and a nightgown is very, like, that is a Lay and Decker print is what that is. Oh, it is. It's a good look. Damn. And not only is she just lounging in this outfit, but she's also wearing like incredible shoes to go with. She is wearing like four inch stiletto heels with embellishments. Just for walking around the house. She needs like a glass of wine or one of those extended cigarettes. Who reads a newspaper in 2030? Sherika Benton. God, I feel like everything about this outfit implies that she needs to say everything in like a breathy voice like, oh, pizzazz. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, very breakfast at Tiffany's. This hair is killing me. The way she wraps the house coat around herself is killing me. Oh my god, yeah. Siobhan Keenan, thank you for this gift. <laughs> Siobhan Keenan, you are, you are a gift for doing this. Thank you. 
I don't know what your orientation is, but I'm willing to declare you honorary member of the LGBT community if you're not one already. <laughs> Consider the motion passed. You've made this podcast entirely too thirsty. Pizzazz gets right to the point, and I love this, like, combination of elegant loungewear and biker bondage queen. <laughs> oh, God, it's very good. Uh, and she's just like, hi, look, get the holograms back together. Do it. Get the band back together. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's vocaloids and I don't like it. I don't want this to be the future of music. She also seems like genuinely invested in protecting the hologram's legacy, which is interesting. It definitely seems like at some point over the last 20 years, their rivalry has somewhat cooled, or at the very least, you get the feeling that Pizzazz has always respected them as rivals and is really upset that she doesn't have that anymore. Yeah. Also, she calls Eric a walking scumbag, which is entirely too charitable. <laughs> so apparently the bad thing what happened is that the holograms released a stripped down album without synergy because i guess they wanted to prove that they could you know be good without synergy but the album didn't really do well and then jerica licensed one of the songs to a craft soda brand right before it got bought by a big soda brand and everyone accused them of selling out and then kimber left and the whole band broke up and she gave the starlight girls to a better equipped charity you don't give away the starlight girls you gave away the starlight girls who paid for bonnie's operation <laughs> It turns out you can just give away orphans. <laughs> also, of all the people to sign everything away to, why'd you sign everything away to Eric Raymond? <laughs> I like the implication that this is all another facet of Jerrica's insecurity about Jem, essentially. I kind of wish there was a little more on the page. Kelly Thompson's run of the comic left a lot of things unresolved emotionally for Jerrica. And I like the implication here that these things remained unresolved for like 20 years. Yeah. In fact, they're still kind of unresolved. They're just, it turns out that... You don't just, like, tidally get over insecurities. You just keep having them. Although Jerrica and Rio apparently got back together. Yeah, they did. Now, what I was kind of hoping this issue would be is that 20 years after the comic, Jerrica has a daughter who's getting married, <laughs> and she invites her dad to the wedding, but she doesn't know who her dad is, and it's Rio and Riot who both get invited to the wedding. And then it's like, who's the kid's real dad? And then it turns out they're both her real dad. Is it just Mamma Mia, but with the gym characters? It it would have been just Mamma Mia, but with the gem characters, but that's what I wanted, goddammit. <laughs> That's what I wanted from a gem 2020, but this is fine too. Because <laughs> like that thing where Riot is like, hey, Jericho, we should date, that never got resolved. Yeah, I'm still miffed about that one. I would have liked to see that scene. I wanted Mama Mia with Rio and Riot. Wasn't like that the series rap on Riot? I think that was the last thing he ever said. It was. That was the last we ever saw of him. In fact, that's still the last line he's ever had. He freaking disappeared from Hawaii after that. I really want that to have just been like, a Jerrica riot one night stand and then nine months later oops <laughs> just 10 years old <laughs> hey kids if you want to know about that joke you should go listen to our I will fight you episode about love never dies anyway now that I've driven this completely off the rails Pizzazz yells at Jerrica and then she says the title of the issue she says the thing you can't change the past but you've got to have the 2020 hindsight to shrug off your perpetual fear of irrelevance and focus on good music again also, I continue to be in love with Pizzazz's ponytail. I keep getting distracted by it. <laughs> it's her ponytail and then like her little Rosie the Riveter headband to keep her hair out of her face. Kit, we need you to focus. I can't. I'm too gay. <laughs> 
It's okay. There's something for the straights on the next page. Oh, Rio. Straight up, I have seen this romance cover so many times. I have too. Like his shirt needs to be open more, but that is 100% a romance cover pose between Jerrica and Rio as Jerrica like lounges against a tree watching the sunset. And then the next panel is another romance cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Please open your shirt more, Rio. <laughs> Rio, you gotta open your shirt a little more. Rio, you gotta, Rio, you gotta, Rio. come on, man. As a favor. And apparently he did keep the synergy earrings and did not throw them out, which earns an, oh, Rio. <laughs> like she starts this page. Her first line is, oh, Rio, it's all so much to take in at once. And then the last line is, oh, Rio. Oh, Rio. <laughs> I don't think in the original comic we ever got any, oh, Rios. I don't think we did. I think we're making up for lost time here. Yeah, this is Cena Gray straight up knowing things about Gem and the holograms. <laughs> Dude, there are so many just like small things in here that I swear are references directly to the cartoon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Cena Grace is a huge Gem of the Holograms fan. <laughs> like the freaking casino tour in particular. And the fact that the Gem Star earrings are still gaudy plastic nightmares. <laughs> oh, they really are. They are gaudy plastic nightmares and they will never stop being gaudy plastic nightmares. And then Synergy's back and she looks magnificent. Hey, by the way, speaking of like references, Jerick is like, oh, Synergy, I wish you were a fortune teller and i'm like really well <laughs> remember grease remember the series rap on synergy the coloring on synergy's hair is exquisite i love that blue i like how you lapsed a little bit into a cacophony voice there <laughs> Synergy reassures Jerrica, people will still like you, people will still like your music. The holograms were inside you all along. This isn't technically what I'm for, but that's fine. I'm still kind of your mom. We never really got back around to that. But you did put me in a box for 20 years, so maybe we shouldn't circle back around to that just yet. Oh god, poor Synergy. We were so close. We were so close with the Synergy storyline. Meanwhile, Pizzazz is defacing a Grammy with lipstick. <laughs> She's like, it should have been mine anyway. I love that Pizzazz, even when while being helpful will never stop being petty. It's very true to character. So Cherica comes back in. I think Rio has unbuttoned his shirt a little bit more, but still not enough. <laughs> yeah, but he does have that sort of like artful half tuck going on with his shirt. So thank you, Tan, for teaching men how to do the French tuck. Appreciated. You're doing God's work, Tan. You are. So Pizzazz like gets caught with the Grammy and then just kind of chucks it behind the chaise. I imagine those things are, you know, well heavy, probably not super uh, unbreakable. So she's like, ah, oh, that's great. You have six weeks. Uh, get the band back together. Do what I said. So it starts with Jerrica texting Kimber and getting no response. And then welcome to the house of Shayna. Hell yes, in Hollywood. Oh my god. And Jerrica's got like that artsy coat over the shoulders thing going on. Yeah, it's that same sort of look from the cover, just in like more muted tones. <laughs> and then Shayna reappears. Shayna is beautiful. She is perfect in an amazing outfit. That she definitely designed herself. 1000%. Shayna's also a mom, it turns out, which is spectacular. Yeah, she fakes Jerrica out with like, oh, at the shop and my kids and then she's like, nah. The kids are old enough to watch themselves and the shop's mostly online. Let's do this. I like the idea that Shayna was pretty much just waiting for Jerrica to ask her. And then whatever they're picking up Aja on the next page, Jerrica's outfit, mwah, and Shayna's outfit, mwah. Are you talking about on the plane or when they find Aja? When they find Aja. I really like Shayna's shirt too on the plane. So it turns out that Aja basically plays in coffee shops and port 
Portland now. I I see it 1000%. I'm not sure I could. Aja always struck me as too angry for Portland. I bet she goes to um, Burning Man every year. Oh, yeah, that would do it. Aja plays in coffee shops and she's like, I just don't want to have my voice co-opted for corporate means. And Shane is like, but you can use that money to make your art even better and louder. And she's like... Everybody else is on board. And then we cut to Brooklyn where Ray is like, oh my God, thank God. (laughs) Do you know how boring running a dance studio is? While she's doing the splits, her haircut's amazing, by the way. It's a Motoko Kunisagi. It's like a straight up like Ghost in the Shell major with like bangs and like this incredibly long like bob that angles really high up in the back. I like how everyone is clearly like successful but bored. I actually got kind of a theory about Rhea here. I feel like there may have been some points where we just sort of forgot Rhea was in this book. I don't think this is one of them, but there's some points later. Yeah, Rhea does not get a whole lot to do. And in a lot of shots, she's just kind of like crammed off to the side, like they forgot to include her and had to put her back in at the last minute. Like, and Rhea is also here, which is really a shame because if there's one thing that I really wanted to see, it was beefy drummer arms. I want more beefy drummer arms. Eddie, are you sure that, like, the thirst in this episode is coming entirely from me and Mac? (laughs) I never made any claims to that. Arms, you guys! So everybody's rehearsing, but they still don't have Kimber. One thing that I do really like, though, about that is that when you see everybody rehearsing, Ray is very excited to be here. Oh, yeah. We may kind of forget Ray is here sometimes, but Ray is very excited. It's like that bit from Scott Pilgrim where it's like, We are sex, papa! (laughs) Kimber has still not responded to any of Jerrica's hollow texts, I guess, on her hollow phone. Which is a thing they have. Which means it's time to go to an establishing shot of Starlight Music that 100% looks, it's like the exact same color palette as like the show. It's great. It's magnificent. All of the colors in this book, by the way, are so good. And then Megane Kimber. Yeah, she's got like one of those ponytails that comes around her shoulder. This is her relaxed business lesbian. Even more important, business Jerrica here. She has an endless array of coats. My eye immediately went to Rhea, who is wearing the best jacket and still has the anime hair. And then Aja, who, okay, in Portland, she had like this like portland boho chic thing going on the moment she got back in the holograms it's like leather motorcycle vest spiky hair that's the aja i know and love there she is her hair brightened up it did actually and it switched sides that she was growing it on whatever holograms don't worry about it anyway they invite kimber to a rehearsal to which jerica and kimber only like have a discussion about whether or not she's actually going to even hear them out i finally talk her into it she said like but you're willing to hear us out yes and then all of the other holograms burst through the door because they were listening at the door clearly because they are sisters kimber says i didn't say i'm back and shana says oh trust me once you hear us and then a gilligan cuts directly to kimber being back in the band i wish there was like another scene or two that they had had room for but one shots, man. They'll get you every time. And also she's dressed like David Bowie. Also, Pizzazz has a crown and little epaulettes that's tied to some sort of choker thing that's going on here. It's like a Statue of Liberty crown. I want more women in sleek business wear with like caped jackets on their shoulders. Yeah, I don't think Jerrica has been in a single scene where she's not wearing a caped jacket except for when she was wearing a house coat. It's a good aesthetic. Also, Shayna's outfit here is so cute too. I like that she's got her like hair just up because screw that, it's not showtime yet. Can we talk about the stand? extraordinarily lackluster signage (laughs) on their casino tour. Before that, though, I do really want to talk about Jerrica being very excited about getting a good review from the Misfits. (laughs) 
It's an excellent face. From our harshest critics. Also, Rio is here. And uh, it becomes clear that Pizzazz is going to do something illegal to make sure (laughs) that the Singers reunion tour doesn't happen. Yeah, the Misfits have a scheme. Oh, right. My baby boy. Yeah, we get five seconds of the Stingers. Hey, folks. Riot hasn't aged. He's an immortal fame being! You all should know this by now. I do! It's just a question of whether or not everybody else does. Also, their plan was very stupid. The plan is to put them in handcuffs. <laughs> the Misfits' plan is to put the Stingers in handcuffs and then lock Erica in the server room with a chair under the doorknob. And the handcuffs can only be broken by a magician. And also, very briefly, we see Pizzazz skateboarding away on a skateboard that is also a guitar. <laughs> it's a hover skateboard, too. This is the future. It's a guitar hover skateboard. No more guitar motorcycles. It's guitar hover skateboards all the way now. So we go to Jem, who's actually fixing her hair up because she's wearing a wig because they're not doing this with synergy don't worry yes even as gem she's still wearing a caped coat although she does ditch that once she's on stage so speaking of stage we have one freaking panel of a younger version of the holograms one freaking panel of like younger hologram outfits and she still went all out for these kimber's outfit in particular is holy shit i love kimber's outfit oh my god she looks like the glam rock version of sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band i think you need to steal this as a cacophony outfit oh i would use it hey kids listen to our other podcast gem jammer Mackenzie's character is basically Riot. And so this hologram of the holograms goes away. And I'm going to come back to that Ray on that panel. She is just kind of crammed in the corner like they forgot she was supposed to be there. I think they forgot she was supposed to be there. Especially since Shayna's also playing drums. Yeah, we have two drums. We come back to all five of the holograms singing into a microphone on the stage, like the adult, like 40s age holograms. Jem throws away her wig and it's Jerrica in a feathered dress and a gigantic feathered cape. I want a feathered cape. Here's our band. We have one vocal, one guitar, one guitar, two drums. By cartoon standards, that's actually a very full sound. She didn't play guitar. Why is she playing drums again? We, we did this. We did this. The answer wasn't two drums. Even the misfits have a drummer. They forgot about Rhea. She looks very hastily drawn in. Like, she's very excited to be here, and that's great, but this shot composition was definitely for four people. And then they're like, oh, dang it, more drums. Poor Rhea. Anyway, Pizzazz is watching from off screen and saying, that's my girl. You know, for all the shippers in the audience. Yeah, can we talk about that? Like, her expression too? Like, dang. Rio was like, hey, let's make sure the ladies are keeping Eric busy because apparently just locking him in the server room was not sufficient. Right, because we still had to deal with, like, the Vocaloid holograms. Which are not working. They are broken. And they are broken because Stormer has been attending night classes to learn programming. Stormer knows how to code. I would also like to point out that that face that Eric is making is he is tagged his hologram tablet. I've made that face a lot when interacting with technology. And then, of course, the rest of the misfits zoom off on their hover skateboards. These ones are not shaped like guitars, but they are still very on brand, especially for the cartoon. These 40-year-old women are just like, ollie out. (laughs) They straight up ollie out. I love it. We can't hear you through all those fillers and Botox, Eric. So Eric has definitely had work done. Yeah. Stormer looks so cute. Meanwhile, back on stage, everybody loved them. We actually get to see a little bit more of everybody's outfits, and they're still very good outfits. And from the looks of it, they didn't forget Rhea this time, because she is like second from the left. Which is nice. They only sometimes forgot Rhea. 
So these aren't the same outfits they were wearing on stage. These are their casual versions of that, I think. Well, except for Jerrica, who is still wearing the feather dress and feather cape because hashtag brand. It turns out that it's got a really low back, too. Oh, I'm so into it. Oh, God. And as they're walking towards the limo, Jerrica slash Jem turns back to talk to the photographers and the stylists. And we get this wonderful over-the-shoulder shot of her smiling with her hair sort of gently falling out of her bun and blowing in the wind. Oh. Oh, I love it. How you feeling, Kit? I need oh. I need some air. I need my fan so I can fan the flames of my gayness. Can I perhaps help you guys with another digital <laughs> ash can of Jen and the Holograms Infinite Part 1? Why? Why? It's our old nemesis. It's our old nemesis, the digital ash can of Gem Infinite Number 1. Why is this always here? It's six pages that don't need to be here. It's been a year. It's been a long time since Infinite came out. This was before Gem Dimension. <laughs> you know, I really liked Infinite, but this is like this is stretching the limits of, of my like of it. Yeah, this is like when you see a commercial for something just all the time. Like when you go to the movies and you keep seeing a preview for a movie that you know you're going to like, but you're so, so tired. This is like if the A Star is Born trailers were advertising something I actually wanted to see. Okay, so I guess that's it. That's your 2020. We did it. I'm so thirsty. We recorded for an hour about this, and most of it was gay yelling. Good art, though. And Writer clearly is a huge fan of Gem and the Holograms. Yeah, that was a good team for this book. I was very pleased. Good job, everybody. Thumbs up from Mick. So, hmm. How do we end this show again? I can't remember. I leave it to Annie. We don't really have any episodes coming up, guys. So Unless there's more Gem comic, which we would always be up for, but I, we haven't heard anything. Check out our other podcasts, though. I know we said it last time, but you should definitely do it. There's more episodes of them now. So uh, our other podcast that we do is called I Will Fight You. It is kind of this podcast, but for a bunch of other different stuff that's not Gem. We recently did an episode on Garzy's Wing, a really weird and terrifying anime that Annie inflicted on me. Hey, hey, hey. Me and Mac inflicted on you. It was both of us. I, I will accept that. That's fair. And we also cover things like Snow White and the Huntsman, Star Trek Four: Save the Whales, The Swan Princess. Dragon Riders of Pern. Jupiter Ascending. That was a really good episode. I'm still really fond of our episodes on Jupiter Ascending, on Love Never Dies, the Phantom of the Opera sequel, and the James Joyce episode. Oh, I still really love the Pern episode, you guys. Also, if you go straight for the James Joyce episode, realize that 95% of it is Cuss word after cuss word. Yeah, we say cuss words on all of our other podcasts, like, more than we do here, so. That one in particular, I had to bleep a lot of F words. Mackenzie has a lot of feelings about James Joyce. They're not good feelings. We also do Date Me Damn It, which is a video series where we play date sims and other games that have dating in them. And by that, I mean Kit plays them and we yell at her to do things. We did Seduce Me the Otome, which was a journey. The next one we've got coming up is Dragon Age Origins, which should be very fun. Don't worry, I installed the Skip the Fade mod. Gym Jammer is where we play Dungeons and Dragons set in space. Annie plays a cleric who is currently going through a crisis of space. Crisis of space? Crisis of space. No, that works. Kit runs the whole game and deals with all of our shenanigans while deciding that she hates herself because she's running 5,000 monsters at a time. Meanwhile, we've got Kit's mom, Vicky, who's playing Alviva, who is just so tired of all of our crap. And violent. And she just wants money for everything. And then I'm playing Cacophony, who is basically Riot. If you gave Riot a Jerrica. Right, and Jerrica had a baby and it was Cacophony. And she's a space elf. Half the time she's in Riot mode and half the time she just wants to wear sweatpants and not do anything. It's all set in Spelljammer, which is the weirdest campaign setting I've ever seen. It's amazing. Do you love alien space birds? 
How about Hippo Men? Did you watch Treasure Planet and go, actually, that's a pretty good aesthetic? Join us on Jim Jammer. Are those all our shows? Do we do other things? I don't remember. That's all our shows for now. Okay. Cool. But in the meantime, it's been a while since we've talked about our social media on here because it's been a while since we've recorded this podcast. We have some changes for that. We are on Twitter at CRC Podcasts. That is plural podcasts. And you can also find information on all of our shows as well as links to everything as well as where you can support us on our website, which is crookedrussiancamp.horse. You can also type in .com. It'll go to the same place, but that's not as fun. I bought both domains, but we made .horse the main one because the, I don't know, it was funny. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving to us. I, I can't explain why, but it does. Every single time we have to tell somebody that's crookedrussiancam.horse, it's just, it gives us power. We're still at patreon.com slash the gem jam. We also have a Kofi. Again, you can find links to that on our website. I feel like it's supposed to be pronounced coffee, but also they spell it like Kofi Annan, the old general secretary of the UN. So it's Kofi. And also Kip makes merchandise now. Yeah, if you look up Crooked Russian Cam on TeePublic, you will find the terrible, terrible things that I keep making in Photoshop and Annie and Mac can't seem to stop me. <laughs> she keeps doing it before we can say no. Speaking of which, we do actually have Glamrock Spectre of Death merchandise now. It only took us four years. Yeah, you can get a Glamrock Spectre of Death t-shirt, which is artfully distressed. You can also buy it on stickers and whatever. Or on a gigantic fabric wall hanging for your house. Are you sure you don't mean tapestry? I'm absolutely certain I don't mean a tapestry. They call it a tapestry, but it's not a tapestry. So it's been great talking with you guys again. We love you. Definitely look at our other things, though. I promise they're still good. You're a lot more confident in that than I am. I like our shows. I do too. We'll be back if there's ever any more gem. So I guess until whenever, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we remind you, there's 106 miles of Starlight Music. They've got a full tank of gas. Half a pack of holograms, it's outrageous, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it.